श्रीमद्भागवतम फोर थर्टी वन फिफ्टीन श्रीमद्भागवतम फोर थर्टी वन फिफ्टीन Translation during the rainy season water is generated from the sun and in due course of time during the summer season the very same water is again absorbed by the sun Similarly all living entities moving and inert are generated from the earth and again after some time they all return to the earth as dust Similarly everything emanates from the supreme personality of Godhead and in due course of time everything enters into him again Please repeat During during the rainy season water is generated from the sun and in due course of time during the summer season the very same water is again absorbed by the sun similarly all living entities moving and inert are generated from the earth and again after some time they all return to the earth as dust similarly everything emanates from the supreme personality of godhead and in due course of time everything enters into him again purport <coughs> because of their poor fund of knowledge impersonalist philosophers cannot understand how everything comes out from the supreme person and then merges into him again as brahma samhita 5.40 confirms 
यभाभवत जगदंडकोटिकोटिश्वशेषवसुधाधिभूतिभिन्नमेषभूत गोविंदमादिपुषम तमहम भजा Transcendental rays emanate from the body of Krishna and within those rays which are the Brahman effulgence everything is existing. <coughs> This is confirmed in Bhagavad Gita 9.4 Matsthani Sarvabhutani. Although Krishna is not personally present everywhere his energy is the cause of all creation. <coughs> the entire cosmic manifestation is nothing but a display of Krishna's energy. The two examples given in this verse are very vivid. During the rainy season the rain by rejuvenating the production of vegetables on earth enables man and animals to obtain living energy. <coughs> When there is no rain food is scarce and man and animals simply die. All vegetables as well as moving living entities are originally products of the earth. They come from the earth and again they merge into the earth. Similarly the total material energy is generated from the body of Krishna and at such a time the entire cosmic manifestation is visible when krishna winds up his energy everything vanishes <coughs> this is explained in a different way in brahma samhita 5.48 yasya ekanishvasita kalam athavalambya jeevanti loma vilaja jagadandanatha vishnur mahan saihayasya kala vishesho govindamadipurusham This entire material creation comes from the body of the supreme personality of Godhead and at the time of annihilation again enters into him. <coughs> This process of creation and dissolution is made possible by the breathing of the Mahavishnu who is only a plenary portion of Krishna. As you can see the translation here is different from the one in Brahma Samhita. That doesn't mean Prabhupada is changing something. ओम ज्ञानतिरांधस्ञानाजनशलाकया चक्षुन्मीलिमेन तस्म श्रीगुरव नम श्रीचैतन्यमनोभीष्ट स्थात यूतले स्वयं कदाम ददाति स्वदाकम वंदेहम श्रीगुरोपदकमल श्रीगुरुन्वैष्णवाग्रजात सह गणरघुनाथन्वित तम सजीव साद्वैत सवधूत पिजन सहित कृष्ण चैतन्यदेवराधाकृष्णपादलिता श्री विशाखान्ता हे कृष्णकुणा सिंधो दीनबंधो जगत्पते गोपेश गोपिकाकांतराधाका नमोस्तुते तप्तकांचन गौरांगीराधे वृंदावनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरिप्रि वाछाकल्पतरुभ्य कृपा सिंधुभ्य पतिताभ्यो वैष्णवभ्यो नमो नम नमो विष्णुपदाय कृष्ण प्रेष्ठा भूतले श्रीमते भक्तिदस्वामीनामिने नमस्ते सारस्वते दे गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेषून्यवादी पाश्चातरिणे जय श्रीकृष्णचैतन्य प्रभुनंद श्रीअद्वैतगदाधर श्रीवासादिगौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे
<coughs> so very nice uh, apt examples are given here on how the supreme lord creates everything and winds up everything <coughs> in fact in the chatushloki bhagavad gita and chatushloki bhagavatam that is the topic the chatushloki bhagavad gita means the bhagavad gita that is summarized in four verses the entire essence of bhagavad gita in four verses is 10th chapter verses 8 through 11 8 9 10 and 11 they are the chatushloki bhagavad gita so in that if we see अहम प्रभवो प्रवर्तते इति मत्वा भजन्ते माम बुधा भाव समन्विता आई एम द सोर्स ऑफ ऑल स्पिरिचुअल एंड मेटीरियल वर्ल्ड्स एवरीथिंग इमेनेट्स फ्रॉम मी द वाइज हु परफेक्टली नो दिस एंगेज इन माय डिवोशनल सर्विस एंड वर्शिप मी विद ऑल देयर हार्ट्स एंड हियर इज मेंशन एज विद ऑल देयर हार्ट्स and in the word to word it is mentioned bhava samanvita with great attention with great um, bhava um, <clears throat> with great feeling and attention of course when there is great feeling there is always attention so aham sarvasya prabhavo everything is emanating from him <clears throat> so he is the source of everything and everything that we perceive has its source in him and therefore everything can be a reminder of krishna and that is the life and that is the vision of a pure devotee um shri chaitanya mahaprabhu said uh what is that hmm ha sthavar jangam dekhe na dekhe tar murti सर्वत्र होय निज इष्ट देव स्फूर्ति सो हियर ऑल्सो टुडे वी हैव सीन द वर्ड स्थावर एंड जंगमानी राइट स्थिर जंगमानी भूतानी भूमौ स्थिर जंगमानी सो सिमिलर चैतन्य महाप्रभु सेड स्थावर जंगम मध्य एट डॉट टू स्थावर जंगम देखे ना देखे तार मूर्ति सर्वत्र होय निज इष्ट देव स्फूर्ति द महाभागवत द एडवांस्ड डिवोटी सर्टनली सीज एवरीथिंग मोबाइल एंड इमोबाइल बट ही डज नॉट एग्जैक्टली सी देयर फॉर्म्स रैदर एवरीवेयर ही इमीडिएटली सीज मैनिफेस्ट द फॉर्म ऑफ द सुप्रीम लॉर्ड दिस इज द विजन ऑफ ए प्योर डिवोटी so everything that is emanating from krishna and what is not emanating from krishna everything is so everything reminds him of krishna and not just reminds he actually sees the lord so in the beginning um philosophically we can connect everything to krishna with the help of the shastric references scriptural references <coughs> for example in today today's verse is a very good example it's an analogical verse 
means there is an analogy two analogies actually so krishna is uh, very kind he does things in a certain way and everything that emanates from him also are minute reflections of the way he works um for example the entire universe is brought into existence and then it grows and it produces by products planets and living entities thereof and other seas and i mean oceans and rivers and everything mountains all variety <coughs> and then it produces by products and then it dwindles and vanishes in due course so this same thing happens in our body also so our body is just a minute replica of the entire universe in that sense so by studying a small sample of god's creation we can understand the the way god works and this is krishna's mercy upon us because we cannot see the big picture we cannot see how the universe has come into existence and how it is going to be annihilated um <coughs> we may see if we are unfortunate enough <laughs> to live that long in this material world but in this lifetime in this human valuable human lifetime where we can contemplate on these things we cannot see these things but krishna is kind enough that he um engineered this universe in such a way that even with the small things that we can perceive we can um remember krishna and his extensive energies <coughs> so the shlokas um they help us connect with what we see and what the ultimate reality is many times we have said this that i think in second chapter of bhagavad gita there are about six or seven verses that are analogical analogies like um vasam sucharnani athavihaya so it's clothes clothes example now we cannot understand reincarnation very well we don't see the soul we don't see, but we see every day changing of dress we do it every day so with every day examples krishna is connecting us to the ultimate reality the mannerism of a tortoise mannerism of a tortoise um hmm yes the steadiness of ocean and then the the wind and the boat so in this way there are many examples like that all throughout even the previous verse 431 14 is an example of the tree and its root and pouring the water on the root of the tree nourishes every branch twig leaf flower and fruit of the tree so in this way we can uh, you know this verse that sthavar jangam dekhe na dekhe tar murti <coughs> so this is how it is and even krishna also helped us in the bhagavad gita of how to see krishna at every step prasoham apsukamte prabhasmi shashishuryo ha huh? प्रणव सर्वेदेशु शब्द खे पौरुषम नृषु 
like that in many ways he has uh, mentioned or his devotees have mentioned how to remember Krishna. So, Aham Sarvasa Prabhu. So, 10.8 we have seen. Now, let's go to 10.9. In the Chatur Shloki Bhagavad Gita. Machitta Madgata Prana Bodhayanta Parasparam Kathayanta Shamam Nityam Tushyanti Charamanticha. <coughs> so in the previous verse we have understood that Krishna is the source of everything and therefore the devotees knowing this very well they engage themselves in Krishna's attentive service and they can't contain it among themselves they want to discuss it it's so overwhelming or um, you know it overflows the devotion and then he speaks about it so this speaking about Krishna or the urge to speak about Krishna can only happen if we are saturated with Krishna consciousness. If we are not saturated with Krishna consciousness, then we cannot sufficiently speak about Krishna. It has to overflow. Um, so, Buddha Bhava Samanvita, um, they are attentively worshipping Krishna and they derive so much satisfaction that they can't contain it. Yes, this is the next verse. So, the thoughts of my pure devotees dwell in me and their lives are fully devoted to my service and they derive great satisfaction and bliss from always enlightening one another and conversing about me. <coughs> so, <coughs> this is Sambandha and Abhidheya. Sambandha means to establish the position of the Lord and our relationship with Him. So, Aham Sarvasa Prabhava means He is the origin of everything and even us. So, we actually belong to Him. We are His parts and parcels. So, that is the Sambandha. And then what is the Abhidheya or our transaction between the, between the Lord and us? That the devotee devotes himself to the Lord by every facet of His existence. So, and then He discusses about preaches this message. Then next, Tesham satata yuktanam bhajatam priti purvakam dadami buddhi yogam tam yenamam upayantite. So as one does this and engages his life in this way, Krishna gives him more and more intelligence on how to come back to him. Uh, it is interesting that one who is it sometimes feels that oh unless i'm intelligent i cannot speak about krishna no here it is the reverse order previous verse it is mentioned speaking and this verse it is saying he is giving, giving intelligence so the thing is the service attitude whatever we hear we have to repeat and then krishna will give us more intelligence and more intelligence so the more we <coughs> agree to serve him and actually serve him the more Krishna gives intelligence. This Preeti Purvakam is important. Uh, you have to serve the Lord with feeling, knowing that actually our service is nothing. The Lord, how infinitesimal we are. 
the size of the soul is one ten thousand, the part of the tip of the hair. How much service can we actually do that can satisfy the Lord who is infinite? Uh, it's impossible. But because of false ego, sometimes we think that, oh, I am doing great service uh, to Krishna. I am, uh, you know, <laughs> of course, Krishna is kind. He says, if you preach, if you speak about me to devotees, uh, there is no dear servant than he. But then there was Vasudev Datta who said, please give all the sins of the universe, all the inhabitants of the universe to me and uh, let me suffer alone and let them go back to Godhead. So then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, the whole universe is just like one mustard seed. What is the difference? What difference does it make if one mustard seed is uh, taken out from a full bag of mustard seeds? So actually, if one is a preacher to that an extent, to such an extent that even he delivers the entire universe, it is insignificant service to the Lord. Even if he is so big a preacher that the entire millions of planets he delivers, in his lifetime. Still it is insignificant. One mustard seed or a bag of mustard seeds. But it is Krishna's uh, uh, mercy that he accepts sevam managapikritam bahudabhyupaiti that even if we do little service, he accepts it as very great. Hmm. Like Krishna says, bahunam janmanamante jnanavan maam prapadam. We have given this example uh, in a few, few of the sessions. He says, Bahunam Janmanamanti Jnanavan Maam Prapadyate Vasudeva Sarvamiti Sa Mahatma Sudurlabha. He calls him Mahatma. Oh, you are a great soul. Who? Who, first of all, Bahunam Janmanamanti. He has rotten in this material world like an idiot for millions and trillions of lifetimes. And such an idiot, when he decides himself that I want to surrender to the Lord, immediately the Lord calls him Mahatma. Actually, idiot just understood that he is an idiot and then just recovering from the idiotic position and Krishna calls him Mahatma. <laughs> that is Krishna's goodness. Mm. So we should not be puffed up, yes, I am Mahatma, see, I am full time, Mahatma, look at me. So <laughs> my statue should be there next on the center of the street. <laughs> that <clears throat> there is Mahatma Gandhi road in every city of India. Mm. If you think that every every city should have my road, you know, then that is uh, that is illusion. Uh, so Krishna is kind enough to call us many good things, and Krishna says, "Whoever artho jignasur artarthi jnani cha bharatarshabha chaturvidha bhajante maam jana sukritino arjuna." Sukritino means pious people. Who are they? Who have all kinds of nonsense material desires, but at least who have come to me <laughs> out of distress, out of you know. Wealth, they want wealth, they are not interested in me, but they have come to me, Sukritana, pious people. Where is the piety? He is still wanting the same nonsense, but Krishna is seeing that little bit and he is saying, seeing that good thing. So it is Krishna's mercy that he is calling, um, you know, rotten souls in this material, some of the rotten souls of this material world as pious, Mahatmas, and you know. But anyway, if one surrenders to the Lord, of course, that is the Mahatma position. Real Mahatma means he never fall down in the first place. <laughs> Why we fell down and did all nonsense, but Krishna is still Bahunam Jan- First line of the verse is Bahunam Janmanamante. He has taken Bahunam Jan- He is rascal. He is rotten in this world many times. But I consider him Mahatma. <laughs> so, 
bhajatam priti purvakam that is priti understanding that krishna doesn't need my service i am nobody actually but it is krishna's kindness that he is accepting me even though i have gone against him for millions of lifetimes although he has done everything even though we were going against him he is still doing he was still doing everything for us maintaining us um that's why shukadev goswami could not um, continue in his impersonal realization when he heard that you know this verse um when he heard this verse he could not contain he was an impersonalist before when he heard this verse he changed ahobakiyam stanakalakotam jighamsaya payayadapya sadhvi lebhe gatim dhatri uchitam tatonyam kamvadayalum sharanam vrajema so this is the <laughs> mercy of the lord alas how shall i take shelter of one more merciful than him lord krishna who granted the position of mother to the she demon putana although she was faithless and had prepared deadly poison to be sucked from her breast putana came with a very very vile desire to kill him but he accepted the good thing out of that oh she offered her breast to me so she is my mother and he gave her the position of mother in the spiritual world and let <laughs> let's be very honest we have all approached krishna like putana only now we are sitting here chanting and you know whatever but how did we make our connection some life somewhere we may have done some nonsense towards krishna i mean all these lives were nonsense only every time what did krishna say all the envious souls i cast them into lower and lower species so we have been envious just like putana yeah? but krishna took the good thing that you know at least he gave us shelter again so when krishna sukadev goswami heard this that oh he is uh, so merciful that even the worst thing he is taking as the best thing and he is giving the best result and that's when uh, he said this is completely above even satvagun satvagun means brahmana brahmana means shamo damas tapas saucham shantir arjavam evacha gyanam vigyanam astikam he is shantir he controls his mind he controls his senses and he is tolerant to all the offenses but this is more than tolerance to tolerate one, somebody's offenses is one thing but to bless those who want to curse him or kill him that is totally different that is way above tolerance hmm. to give some somebody some something which they totally don't deserve uh, in in a good way so that is <coughs> krishna's uh, mercifulness so priti purvakam that is priti understanding actually we are useless and bhajatam tesham satati yuktana always engaged in this thing in this kind of service with full involvement and full, with full feeling dadami buddhi yogam tam krishna will give intelligence more and more yena mam upayantite 
how to come back to him and finally this is the last verse of the chaturshloki bhagavad gita 10:11 tesham evanu kampartham aham agnyanajam tamaha nashayam yatma bhavastho gnana deepena bhaswata to show them special mercy i dwelling in their hearts destroy with the shining lamp of knowledge the darkness born of ignorance so this um is the attainment of prayojan love of godhead where every trace of ignorance and darkness is dispelled and the living entity is completely merged in the love of god so this is explained in the chaturshloki bhagavad gita and chaturshloki bhagavatam also um is starting from 2933 all the way through 36 bhagavatam is summarized in these four verses अहमेवासमेवाग्रेनान्यदत्सदसत्परम पश्चादहम्यदेतच्चयोवशिष्येतसोस्म्यहम ब्रह्मा इट इज आई द पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉडहेड हु वाज एग्जिस्टिंग बिफोर द क्रिएशन व्हेन देयर वाज नथिंग बट माय सेल्फ नेवर वाज नॉर वाज देयर द मटेरियल नेचर द कॉज ऑफ दिस क्रिएशन दैट व्हिच यू सी नाउ इज आल्सो आई द द पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉडहेड and after annihilation what remains will also be i the personality of godhead so <clears throat> how the supreme personality of godhead exists in all three phases of <coughs> and even before the creation all three phases of time he exists the time has three phases only because of the temporary nature of this material world that's why time is very important time is called kala chakra the wheel of time and is also called hari chakra the lord's disc the wheel actually manifests in this material world as the wheel of time क्षितिभरहरणम कालचक्रायुधस्य क्षितिभरहरणम द वेट द अननेसेसरी बर्डन ऑफ इरिलिजियस पीपल इज डिमिनिश्ड बाय द सुप्रीम लॉर्ड इन हिज बाय हिज वेपन ऑफ टाइम ऑफ द व्हील ऑफ टाइम सो इट इज कॉल्ड आल्सो हरि चक्र आई थिंक दैट इज मेंशन yeah fifth canto uh i think almost seven other is the last 5 14 25 is sir 24 hari chakra yeah 5 14 29 this is actually not a verse it's a prose कदाचिदीश्वर से भगवत विष्णुश्चक्रवादिपरापवर्ग कालोपलक्षण पिवर्तिन वयसा रंहसा हरत आब्रह्म आब्रह्म तृणस्तंभादीना भूता आब्रह्म मीन फ्रम ब्रह्म तृण मीन ग्रास फ्रम ब्रह्म डाउन टू द ग्रास 
आब्रह्मतृणस्तंबादीनाम भूतानाम अनिमिषतो मिषताम वित्रस्तहृदयस्तम एवेश्वरम कालचक्र निजायुधम निज आयुधम आयुधम मीन्स वेपन साक्षात भगवतम यज्ञपुरुषम अनादृत्य पाखंडदेवता कंकघृध्र बकवटप्राया आर्यसमय परिहृता सांकेतनाधत्ते The personal weapon used by Lord Krishna, the disc, is called Hari Chakra, the disc of Hari. This chakra is the wheel of time. It expands from the beginning of the atoms up to the time of Brahma's death, and it controls all activities. It is always revolving and spending the lives of the living entities, from Lord Brahma down to an insignificant blade of grass. Thus, one changes from infancy to childhood to youth. and maturity and thus one approaches the end of life it is impossible to check this wheel of time this wheel is very exacting because it is the personal weapon of the supreme personality of godhead sometimes the conditioned soul fearing the approach of death wants to worship someone who can save him from imminent danger yet he does not care for the supreme personality of godhead whose weapon is the indefatigable time factor the conditioned soul instead takes shelter of a man-made god described in unauthorized scriptures such god can be scientist doctor whatever such gods are like buzzards vultures herons and crows <laughs> shrimad bhagavatam does not hold any punches at all <clears throat> vedic scriptures do not refer to them imminent death is like the attack of a lion and neither vultures buzzards crows nor herons can save one from such an attack perfect description <laughs> one who takes shelter of unauthorized man made gods cannot be saved from the clutches of death babas so many babas so <clears throat> this hari chakra is um, it cannot be counteracted the weapon of the lord is always uh, relentless in its attack so nothing can check hmm? that does not mean sometimes impersonalists they attribute uh, you know these kind of personal descriptions or physical descriptions of the lord as relating to something more abstract for example this is a perfect example the lord has a chakra shankha chakra gada padma chakradhari so he has actually a disc a spiritual disc it is not a physical disc but impersonally say oh this is actually the time yes it is time but it is also an actual disc that the lord holds and then he manifests that disc in the form of time he can this is thing we don't understand it is not just abstract things that have been given a form uh, for us to understand no not just that although they have impersonal representations in this material world but they have its personal representation in the spiritual world <coughs> so <coughs> just like uh, everything that is used by krishna is a person the flute is a person the chakra is a person the gada is a person 
helmet is a person there is nothing inanimate or uh, non living in the spiritual world everything is living as a person and in fact it is said that lord sankarshan balaram he becomes many of the all of the paraphernalia that the lord uses and enjoys that's why his name is called shesha adi shesha shesha means the end because he has reached the end of service to krishna only one person can serve krishna completely balaram that's why his name is called shesha he has reached the end of service no we cannot we cannot <laughs> even begin to properly render service to the lord whereas he has reached the end of service so <coughs> vata praya cross gridra you know the ramanara naam ramayana there the gridhadipa gridhadipati means jatayu the king of vultures kanka means buzzard pakhanda devata concocted incarnate you see this is like not like prabhupad made up some translation actually the sanskrit word is pakhanda devata pakhanda means atheistic devata means god atheistic god what is it concocted incarnations of god man made gods or even demigods if we consider demigods as gods that is also pashandi so <clears throat> so this chakra this is going on and actually we have done a tatvadarshan episode on kala chakra on how there are so many cycles of time small to big actually this verse also says you see you see here in the sanskrit paramanu adi dviparardha you know what is the meaning paramanu means atom atomic time from atomic time all the way to dviparardha parardha means one half of brahma's life so the entire universe exists for one full brahma's life and one half is parardha and another half is the second parardha first parardha second so dviparardha means the time that spans over two parardhas which is the entire life of brahma now we are in the dvitiya parardha second parardha of brahma i think that is mentioned in 31134 i think <coughs> shrimad bhagavatam so we are in the second parardha of brahma so that entire dviparardha that time that is the ultimate time measurement of time is the uh, lifetime of brahma itself but beyond that time is actually eternal time exists um, eternally in the presence of eternal time universes come and go come and go come and go that is also a cycle that is the biggest cycle that we can perceive or at least hear about the cycle of creation bhutva bhutva praliyate but such cycles are happening even on atomic scale hmm. 
like in, in our context we can see there is a cycle like day and night not, not even day and night like even the clock you see the clock is also like a circle kala chakra so the seconds hand moves at a speed of 1 minute a revolution right and then the minutes hand 1 hour per revolution and then the hours hand 12 hours per revolution so there is different speeds of chakra of going round and like that there is day and night there is and then again day and night again day and night so that is a circle and there is a week sunday all the way to saturday again sunday there is again a cycle and there is a month 1 2 3 4 and 30 and then again one again there's a cycle like that there are months of the year 12 months january february all the way to december again january that's a cycle then there is a decade one decade then next decade then century then millennium so in this way there are bigger cycles yugas where the religiousness is the season of religion religiosity seasons of religiosity so most religious 100% religious 75% religious 50% religious 25% religious all the way to zero and again satya yuga satya yuga treta yuga dwapara kali yuga again satya yuga these are all cycles and 1000 such cycles is one day of brahma 1000 such cycles there is no cycles at the time but that period is a night of brahma and again that is another big another cycle day and night of brahma and his week his month his year his decade his so like this time moves in so many cycles but it is also called chakra because chakra has two things it moves in a round fashion i mean in a circular fashion but also it moves forward right especially when it's on a surface it moves forward like the car wheels move in a circular motion but the car moves forward so the wheel of time moves in circles but time moves actually forward we cannot go back in time there is no reverse gear in time only forward and <clears throat> as it goes the wheel crushes everything in its path nothing escapes the wheel of time nothing um just like a wheel crushes something like that we are crushed under the wheel of time without exception we may run as fast as we can the scientists are trying to do that they are trying to prolong life they are trying to you know go to other planets but nowhere in this whole material world a brahma bhuvana loka punaravartino arjuna maam upetitu kaunteya punarjanma navidyate so <laughs> any planet we may go we can never escape the influence of time it will eventually catch up and destroy whatever frail material body we have so <clears throat> like cosmetics they call makeup because they are trying to make up for the lost beauty that once existed they try to do facelift and this and that hmm. they want to make up for the lost beauty so that youthful beauty will will eventually vanish and one becomes old and then finished <laughs> the shankaracharya he sings this uh, mohamudgara song and in that he says uh, i i don't remember the sanskrit 
it's 33 verses of mudgara means hammer and moha means illusion so these verses actually hammer our illusion to pieces it's very very strong verses bhagavatam is also like that you see like <laughs> this verse um, vultures herons crows and you know like absolute ruthless like there's no no mercy towards all kind of nonsense so mohamudgara song there he says we may think we are be- very beautiful in our youth but then when we grow old we may we'll it st- starts to fade and then when you actually die even the wife who once loved the husband so dearly gets scared of the dead body of her own husband <laughs> not to speak of this not beautiful is scared <laughs> if a, if a woman wakes up and then she, um, finds that her husband is dead on the bed he will she will freak out the same body she never saw the soul anyway she saw always the body but at one time she was like oh this is the person i love and then next when he dies this is the person he, he even relatives burn the body those who paid thousands of dollars to save a body in the hospital or whatever they will burn the body uh, so without the soul there is no value but this is the point this is a moha illusion hmm. we don't uh, you know see the influence of time how it is crushing everybody so <coughs> coming back to this point of today's verse so yathaiva suryat prabhavanti varah punascha tasmin pravishanti kale bhutani bhumau sthirajangamani tatha haraveva gunapravaha so water is generated from the sun and in due course of time during the summer season the very same water is again absorbed by the sun uh, in the rainy season the water um, the sun evaporates the water and then brings i mean pour forth as rain the very same water is again absorbed by the sun in the summer again so by this example we can again this is again the connection between ordinary things and krishna <coughs> how to see these are the connecting points these verses help us because why that's why we have to learn the verses shlokas because we are perceiving with our senses this world but then we have to connect that perception to krishna and these kinds of verses they always remi- remind us oh yeah there was this verse that you know this evaporation by the sun is connected to the annihilation of everything by krishna so in this way we can and when the rain comes there is so much variety that comes you know so many plants so many insects everything thrives you know like that uh, similarly all living entities moving and inert are direct are generated from the earth and again after some time they all return to the earth as dust um, what is that bhumau bhutani bhumau sthirajangamani tatha haraveva guna pravaha so just by observing our body which comes from dust and returns to dust i think bible also has such a verse what is that something you know we come from dust and we return to dust of course the soul does not but the body does so 
from that we can so just by studying the nature of our body which we can perceive from creation to destruction and we can see other people's bodies also from taking birth and then some people dying so we have seen all the changes that the body undergoes so from that we can understand how the cosmic manifestation also um, moves about or <coughs> is generated and annihilated so there is no need of going uh, constructing some uh, spacecraft and sending it out into the space trying to get some signal from the spacecraft taking some pictures of some stars some black holes and whatever to understand what how the universe started and how is uh, existing and how it will be wound up so that's not uh, the way to understand so krishna is giving us a very effective way of understanding he is giving sample you see the sample and then you can understand the big thing also uh. <coughs> <coughs> so there is another example of a spider I think um, spider's web 2928 the web is created by the spider and it is maintained by the spider and as soon as the spider likes the whole thing is wound up uh, wound up by, within the spider the spider is covered within the web if an insignificant spider is so powerful as to act according to its will why can't the supreme being act by his supreme will in the creation maintenance and destruction of the cosmic manifestation yeah <coughs> 4643 okay tameva bhagavanne tat shiva shaktyo swarupayo विश्व सृजसी पाशी क्रीडन ऊर्णपटो यथा ऊर्णपटो ऊर्णपट स्पाइडर्स वेब मैडियो लॉर्ड यू क्रिएट दिस कॉस्मिक मैनिफेस्टेशन मेन्टेन इट एंड एनाहलेटेड बाय एक्सपेंशन ऑफ योर पर्सनैलिटी एक्जैक्टली एज अ स्पाइडर क्रिएट्स मेन्टेन्स एंड वाइंड अप इट्स वेब अनदर वर्ड्स फ्रॉम मुंडका उपनिषद ऊर्ण अगेन यथा ऊर्ण यथोर्णना सृजते घृणे घृणते यथा पृथिव्याषध्य संभवती यथात पुरुषात्केशलोमा तथा क्षरासंभवती हिश्व एज अ वेब इज एक्सपैंडेड एंड विड्रॉन बाय अ स्पाइडर एज प्लांट्स ग्रो फ्रॉम दि अर्थ एंड एज हेर ग्रोज फ्रॉम अ लिविंग पर्सनस head and body so this universe is generated from the inexhaustible supreme mundaka upanishad <coughs> as a see hair grows from a living person it does not grow from a dead person so everything is generated from the inexhaustible supreme means the supreme has to be a person the spider is a person earth is also actually a person ultimately some verse here 10.87.36 mm. okay so this is the uh, Bhagavatam verse prayers of the personified Vedas so Sridhar Swami is saying 
Although this world has arisen from you who are the very substance of reality, it is not eternally real. The illusory snake appearing from a rope is not permanent reality, nor are the transformations produced from gold. The Vedas never say that they are. The actual transcendental non-dual reality is your supreme blissful personal kingdom. To that beautiful abode, I offer my obeisances, O Lord Hari, to whom Goddess Indira always bows down, I also bow to you. Therefore, please never release me. <coughs> yeah, this is again 11, 21, 38. Yathornana abhir hridayat urnam, again urna, urnam udvamate mukhat akashat ghoshavan prano manasas parsharupina. Chando Mayo Mritamaya Sahasrapadavim Prabhu Omkarad Vyanjita Sparsha Swarosh Mantash Swarosh Vichitrabhasha Vitatam Chando Bhishchatur Uttarayi Anantaparam Brihatim Srijat Yakshipate Swayam Just as a spider brings forth from its heart and uh, its heart, its web and emits it through its mouth, the Supreme Personality of Godhead manifests himself as a reverberating primal vital air comprising all sacred Vedic meters and full of transcendental pleasure. Thus the Lord from the ethereal sky of his heart creates the great and limitless Vedic sound by the agency of his mind which conceives of variegated sounds such as the sparshas. Sparshas means the consonants as opposed to vowels. The Vedic sound branches out in thousands of directions adorned with the different letters expanded from the syllable OM. The consonants, the vowels, sibilants and semi-vowels. The Veda is then elaborated by many verbal varieties expressed in different meters, each having four more syllables than the previous one. Ultimately, the Lord again withdraws his manifestation of Vedic sound within himself. <clears throat> so anyway, these are the explanations that ultimately the Lord is the source. Is um, now he may <coughs> he may outsource such um, functions of creation, maintenance, and annihilation to his energies. Srishti sthiti pralaya sadhana shakti reta chaye vayasya bhavanani vibharti durga. Ichanu rupam apiyasa chacheshta desa govindamadi purushantamaham bhajami srishti sthiti pralaya sadhana shakti reka. So, this srishti is creation, sthiti means maintenance and pralaya means destruction. Sadhana shakti reka. So, this shakti is the energy or power of the Supreme Lord who is Shakti Man. Now, he has outsourced that activity to the shakti. Hmm, Durga. Uh, that does not mean she is the independent creator, maintainer, or annihilator of this material world. She does it. Chayva yasya bhavanani vibharti Durga. Ichhana rupam apiyasya chacheshatesa. Ichhana rupam, according to the will of Lord Govinda, as chayva yasya bhavanani. Chaya means a shadow. So she works like a shadow without any uh, disobedience just as a shadow moves without any disobedience. 
so like that um, she conducts herself so krishna does not personally take part in any of the material activities but still he is the source ultimate source of everything and he is the rest of everything as well um so this is what is uh, explained in this verse and just as the previous verse also said which is a very important verse yatha taror mula nishechanena tripyantista tatskandha bhujopashakha pranopahara chayatendriyanam tathaiva sarvar hanamachutejya so understanding that the lord is the source of everything we have to engage ourselves with full conviction in his service and automatically everything shraddha what is shraddha shraddha shabde vishwas ko hai sudridha nischay krishna ka karma koilo sarva karma krita hoy that means shraddha means the unflinching faith that by just serving krishna everything else every other subsidiary activities automatically perform perfectly so that is shraddha so shraddha comes by hearing this kind of philosophy that he is the ultimate source uh, rest of everything so i'd like to stop here any questions or comments on this topic so great explanation on the crush of the wheel of time kala chakra never heard this kind of explanation before moves in circles and forward not reverse although it's known yet great insight ye himan shubhrabhu hari krishna prabhu prabhu which writings of shankaracharya to accept and which should not because i know as i know shankaracharya had interpreted the vedas and gave mayavadi philosophy on the order of lord vishnu by the way his jagannath ashtakam is so nice actually just before this bhagavatam class started we also did uh, we sang the achyut ashtakam which is also um, written by shankaracharya of course uh, recently i mean in the 20th century uh, pandit jasraj who was a poet he did another version of achyut ashtakam in hindi um which of course has devotional conclusion but we would prefer proper acharya's song which is shankaracharya in his devotion like mohamudgara is also by shankaracharya 
bhajagovindam 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 mudhamate so this song is actually mohamudgara so we know he is lord shiva um, who has done who has come as shankaracharya and bewildered on the order of lord narayan but we know he is that he is the greatest vaishnava so his vaishnava writings are acceptable but his mayavad writings are not hmm. so his commentary on the vedan sutra is all rubbish but uh, that rubbish was ordered by the supreme personality who got it to do so he did that to bewilder the atheists the buddhists at that time it was a timely necessary but not an eternal principle so divya mataji is asking prabhu ji in one of your previous lectures you mentioned like the word selection in shrimad bhagavatam while describing some attitude or attribute is not any exaggeration or uh, simply like that in that zoology learning class dear dear cannot see hmm. okay she is uh, writing in <laughs> very short form actually so i was explaining how the deer cannot see three colors only two colors which uh, enables the tiger to hide in plain sight of the deer so anyway <clears throat> in that zoology learning class that the deer cannot see similarly at many verses grass is glorified to such an extent that an exalted devotee should become more humbler than grass and crows are always compared as negative and vultures as well but jatayu a great devotee sometimes by hearing their descriptions again and again for example camel ass hogs cats and dogs we have inbuilt disgusting feeling towards them how to see them equally as a devotee even after knowing these many descriptions about them <laughs> dog also although it is uh, condemned um it is also glorified bhaktivinoda thakur says um, um what is that vaishnava tumar kukur hmm vaishnava thakur tumar kukur he has written a song like that so i am your dog o vaishnava there is a good quality in dog very, very loyal dog becomes bad when its ma- master is bad so if it becomes loyal to a bad master then that is condemned like shudra is compared to dog because he begs around for service of some paltry human beings i mean chapala sukhalagba lagire so for for insignificant happiness he becomes a dog for you know some materialistic persons but we have to become a dog in fact prabhupad compared this tulsi mala as a dog collar this is a dog of krishna we have to become at least dog of krishna we have to be loyal to krishna and loyal to his devotees vaishnav thakur tumar kukur hmm so dog is glorified also so everything has its uh, you know grass of course is very low born among the plant species but it is glorified for example tree tree tolerant like a tree right but actually the tree has no choice it has to be tolerant you can do, cannot do anything about it but we 
being able to do something about it but still not doing anything about it and being tolerant so that is what is it's not that the tree is voluntarily very tolerant no that's how it is designed to be it has very it has feelings definitely because it's a living entity but you know <clears throat> it's forced to stand like that but we can move <laughs> we can do something about it but still not doing anything about anything to retaliate our any onslaught of offense so that is tolerance so we can take from that example uh, by i mean we that's why there is this verse no the i mean that whole description of the 24 gurus in the 11th canto right so those 24 gurus learning good qualities from you know the one of the examples one of the 24 was the bangles of a girl you know when she had all bangles and she was doing some work and all the bangles were clashing with each other and so much noise then she removed all the bangles then only two bangles on one one on this and one on that but when the hands come together again there is some sound then she removed one more bangle and there is only one now there is no sound so that means you know whenever there are people around there will be noise and there will be interaction so we have to um what we have to be wanting to live alone but of course in devotees association but away from materialistic people because there will be unnecessary noise so that kind of lessons but the bangles have no thinking they are not like paramahamsa sitting alone somewhere no they nothing so it is actually uh, these 24 gurus that is explanation is there by jiva goswami very elaborate because it was i think 11931 it is said this thing Uh, this point is very nicely made <coughs> because the verse is quite controversial in itself nahe kasmat gurur gyanam susthiram syat supushkalam brahmaitad advitiyam vai giyate bahudarshibhi although the absolute truth is one without a second the sages have described him in many different ways therefore one may not be able to acquire very firm or complete knowledge from one spiritual master means you have to have many spiritual masters and that is very controversial so that's why acharyas have commented on this to explain sridhar swami comments on this verse as follows the statement that require that one requires many spiritual masters certainly needs explanation since practically all great saintly persons of the past did not take shelter of many spiritual masters but rather accepted one the words giyate bahudhar bahudharshibhi the absolute truth is glorified in many ways by the great sages by the sages indicate the personal and impersonal understandings of the absolute truth in other words some sages describe only the lord's impersonal effulgence which is without spiritual variety whereas others describe the lord's manifest form as the personality of godhead thus merely by hearing from many different authorities one cannot actually learn the highest perfection of life the proliferation of differing spiritual authorities is useful only to counteract the living entity's tendency to be grossly materialistic different spiritual philosophers create faith in the existence of the soul and may be accepted at that level but as will be clarified in later verses the spiritual master who ultimately gives perfect knowledge is one now jiva goswami's comment is what i want to actually highlight on actually jiva goswami comments as follows on this verse since it is commonly understood that one is to accept a single spiritual master why is it recommended that one learn from many so called spiritual masters appearing in the forms of ordinary material objects the explanation is that 
one's worshipable spiritual master will instruct one in many departments of knowledge by giving lessons gleaned from ordinary objects as recommended by the brahman avadhut one can strengthen the teachings received from one's acharya and avoid transgressing his orders by observing ordinary things in nature one should not mechanically receive the teachings of one's guru the disciple should be thoughtful and with his own intelligence realize in practice what he has heard from his spiritual master by observing the world around him in this sense one may accept many gurus though not those who preach against the knowledge received from the bona fide spiritual master in other way in other words one should not hear from persons like the atheist couple so this is very important so grass is not a big guru grass is not teaching us you know this is how you have to be humble like me he is not talking he does not have any brain to talk also but it's the spiritual master's instruction through which we see that quality in a grass and we learn something from that so it is that is why i said the verses which connect us when we see sthavara and sthira jangam eshu sthira jangamani today's verse and sthavara jangam dekhe na dekhe tar murti by observing the world around us the by observing the moving and non moving things <coughs> we can learn many things only because of these verses these explanation by krishna and the acharyas otherwise we may see the same thing but we do not say, take the same lesson from that so it is a spir- it is a reflection of the spiritual master's instruction from that thing but it only works if we assimilate the knowledge given by the spiritual master then when we see it it reminds us of you know like <laughs> every thursday when we go to the market to the vegetable market in the morning we turn the van here and then there's a drunken man sitting there always one indian fellow drunk fellow sitting there on the footpath every time i see that man i remember this verse <clears throat> i just think to myself this verse deham chanashwaram avasthitam utthitam va siddho na pashyati yato dhyagamat swarupam daivadapetam atha daivavashadupetam vaso yatha parikritam madiramadan just as a drunken man does not notice if he is wearing his coat or shirt similarly one who is perfect in self realization and who has thus received his eternal identity does not notice whether the temporary body is sitting or standing indeed if by god's will the body is finished or if by god's will he obtains a new body a self realized soul does not notice just as a drunken man does not notice the situation of his outward dress <laughs> so it makes me remember every time i see him i'll remember this verse so i am now memorize this verse because of him <laughs> but he is not my guru he is not instruct me anything but it's just a robot gave this but it reflects so these things remind us remind us like that like wearing of clothes every day we are wearing oh vasam sijirnani atha it reminds us so that's <laughs> yes if you want to get detached from the mat- just like dog has positive connotation and negative connotation so similarly this is the negative connotation as vishambhu has put it loke vivaya mishamadya seva nitya hijantor nahi tatra chodana vyavasthitisteshu vivaha yagna sura grahairasu nivrittirishta in this material world the conditioned soul is always inclined to sex meat eating and intoxication therefore religious scriptures never actually encourage such activities 
Although the scriptural injunctions provide for sex through sacred marriage, for meat eating through sacrificial offerings, and for intoxication through the acceptance of ritual cups of wine, such ceremonies are meant for the ultimate purpose of renunciation. <coughs> Even um, like the Shankaracharya's verse about a woman's body, how, or even Rukmini's verse about the man's body, which is full of disgusting elements only. So that is a negative lesson that we have to not be attracted by this. But then, Krishna, uh, like Prabhupada, also gave the positive that if you know, if like one devotee asked, um, how to control our mind when we see a beautiful woman? Prabhupada said, you must think that she is a gopi of Krishna. She is meant for his enjoyment. And immediately the lust will go. It is for his enjoyment, not mine. So, that is another way of saying it. So, everything can remind us. So, one thing can remind us of many, many things. <coughs> like the tree, uh, you know, we can learn from it tolerance. Uh, and we can also learn from it how, like, yatha taror mula nishechanena, by, by just watering the root, everything can be... Every part of the tree can be served. So, just by serving Krishna, everybody can be served. And also, from the tree we can learn that by deepening our roots and widening and strengthening our roots, our trunk can be strong, that can nourish the entire tree. And then, like the fruit and shade giving tree, you know, the tree gives shade. What external people see the tree doing is giving shade, giving wood, giving um, flowers, fragrance, giving fruits. It is only charitable, very charitable. The tree is very charitable. But it is only possible because the roots are strong. So we have to be strongly rooted in our Krishna consciousness and then only we can nourish our own, ourselves, and also help others. Many things we can learn from one thing. Huh? <laughs> yeah, not bad. See, because... Actually, that's a very good example. We can see them, uh, you know, we can remember the Kuvera's sons, Nalakuvera Manigriva. And what Krishna said to them. And we can remind them, our position is similarly, you know. You know what he said to them? Actually, what he thought thought to himself only. Huh? Ah. <laughs> 10, 10, 25. Devarshirmepriyatamo Although these two young, man, young men are the sons of the very rich Kuvera and I have nothing to do with them, Devarshan Narada is my very dear and affectionate devotee and therefore, because he wanted me to come face to face with them, I must do, the, do so for their deliverance. So, although we are also in this material world useless like those trees, Krishna is taking interest in us because Prabhupada has taken interest in us. Just like Narad Muni has taken interest in the two boys, two men, I mean, then Krishna was interested. He has nothing to do with it. So, Krishna has nothing to do with us but because of Prabhupada. And then also the other verse which says that um, in the second canto, it is said that if we don't use our legs to go to temple, then you like tree. Because the tree does not move. So in this material world, we may move very much, but we are not moving from the material world. So we are fixed up, extending our roots in this material world and becoming attached to it like a tree and refusing to move. But we have to travel to the spiritual world. So, if we are not using our legs to go to the temple of the Lord and the holy place of pilgrimage, then we are like tree. In this way, many, many things.
<coughs> Divya Mataji, by doing nothing, grass is glorified, Roji. Can you provide any insight on this? <laughs> so, yeah. So, because Chaitanya Mahaprabhu mentioned grass, so because devotees remember a lot of things from grass, Tranada Prasinichana, the very important verse of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So, grass will get some punya. Krishna arranged a drunken man for you, Prabhu, to realize this every day. <laughs> yeah. So, alright, I think we'll stop here. Krantraj Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai, Srila Prabhupada ki jai, Nitai Gaur Primande.